Good morning, squad. Happy hump day, and welcome back to Mad Missy Sports Morning Show, the number one spot for sports news in the morning. Everything sports news. And our rundown is going to be pretty quick today. Not too much sports news out. We got the Suns, well, the Phoenix Mercury owner being suspended for a year and fined $10 million. I'm going to touch on that. We got a breakdown and an update on the injuries to TJ Watt and Dak Prescott. I'm going to touch in on that. We got Tom Brady releasing some new comments out here. You know I got to touch on that. And then finally, to end off the episode, who has the advantage with Triple G and Canelo arriving in Las Vegas for their super mega fight, Triple G versus Canelo 3 this Saturday? Let's dive right into it, baby. So the news has come out that Dak Prescott is not going on the IR list. They are saying that they're leaving out hope that he can be back by week four against the, well, no, week five against the Philadelphia Eagles, October 16th. I don't see him recovering that soon from a thumb injury, but that's positive signs that they didn't place him on the IR. And the news has been released that TJ Watt does not need surgery on his labrum. That is great news for the Steelers, but with both of those big news updates and injury updates being released, whose is more important? In my opinion, I'm gonna say it's the Dallas Cowboys. I was kind of leaning towards the Steelers, but I look at the Steelers schedule, besides them coming up with the Patriots this week, they have a very, very tough schedule. And I don't feel as though being without TJ Watt for six weeks, they're gonna be able to hold up against some of those offense they're gonna be facing coming up in the near future. like. Cleveland Browns, TJ Watt would have probably, you know what I'm saying, ran rough shot against them. Uh, they, they got a few tough opponents coming up. I believe the Miami Dolphins, a few tough teams out here that's going to be coming up that TJ Watt would have played very, a very big role in. But I'm going to lean towards more so Dak because he's coming back sooner and he's in the weaker division and he's in the weaker conference. So they'll have a way better shot of rebounding from a possible bad start but i'm looking at their schedule as well they got to get one against the giants or the redskins and looking at both of those teams in week one that's not a guarantee they got the Bengals this week they're not winning that game they're not beating the Bengals this sunday with with, with bradley bradley cooper you feel what i'm saying well what's my man name i forgot i forgot my man name but the, the backup that they got you feel what i'm saying they're not going out there and winning the game with with, with, with my man Joe Burrow is going to bounce back very strong. They're going to have to put up points at the end of the day. Three points is not going to cut it with Dak Prescott. You coming back with your backup. So the offense has to do a lot better. They have to grab one of those games against the Redskins or the Giants. Neither one of those are going to be gimmies. And then if they don't get Dak Prescott back for the Eagles game, that's a huge three-game stretch in that division. You can't fall behind 0-3 in the division. You can't. So they need Dak Prescott back. ASAP and if he does get back for that Eagles game he's not going to be fully healthy that Eagles defensive line is going to be raring hey I, it's not looking good for either team right now but seeing as the Cowboys are in a weaker conference I'm not going to say the weaker division because the Cowboys are the only team that didn't win out of their division so they might be one of the strongest divisions this year but I feel like they'll have more opportunities to catch up than let's say the Steelers because once they fall behind that AFC and that AFC North is stacked. So it's going to be real hard for them to rebound once they fall behind a few games. Now to move on, Tom Brady has been very vocal ever since coming back. Ever since honestly being in Tampa, he's just opened up and 
basically been a walking podcast. You feel what I'm saying? You ask him something, he gonna answer. You feel me? So recently he's just expressing how much his recovery process has changed, how he's waking up and he's aching more. He's um he's got bruises more, he's got cuts more, he's looking at himself in the mirror more so like how committed am I to this? And he's very committed to this year, but it's moving forward, how committed are you to this? Bro, the man is 45 years old. Honestly, when you look at it, you look at how Serena went down. She she went down gracefully, went down like a champ fighting, but I have nothing left to prove. She not out there, oh no, I'm gonna come back the next US Open and prove, prove y'all wrong again at this age. No, Brady, hang it up, bro. You out there getting pulverized. That offensive line is below average. Going into New Orleans, who you haven't beaten in the regular season yet. Like, why are you putting your body, not only your body, yourself, why are you putting your family through this? You feel what I'm saying? You're 45 years old. It still really only takes one hit. One hit, one drastic major hit. And it's, dang, well, should have should Brady have retired after he won that one Super Bowl in Tampa? Like, we don't want that. You're playing so well. You'll be remembered and revered as being at the, leaving at the top of your game. Why do you want to go until you're like Peyton in his last year? Until you're like Michael Jordan in his last year? You get what I'm saying? Don't go on until you're completely a, a shell of yourself, especially after the career you've had. What it, why are you still out there putting yourself through this? Why? You have nothing left, left, to, left to prove. I'm his biggest um, pundit. Max Kellerman is his biggest pundit. You feel what I'm saying? Biggest critics are me and Max Kellerman, and we both had to bite our words. What, like, who are you proving wrong? Yourself? Hang it up, bro. You feel what I'm saying? Hang it up and let us appreciate the career that you blessed us with. Let us appreciate it. You get what I'm saying? Let us honor you. Now to move on into some more serious news, some more uh, life side news. We have another owner found in a professional sport to be racist and misogynistic. This is not nothing new. This is not nothing surprising. To me, it's just reflecting of how the top echelon of men or white men in general, I don't wanna say white men overall, but the top echelon, a lot of them still feel of these people are assets. You get what I'm saying? For the Phoenix Mercury's owner, Robert Sarver, to have been investigated, to have been using the N-word multiple times, the N-word with the hard E-R at the end, multiple times, had sexual comments multiple times, why are you in the WNBA? Are you a, are, are, do you really like the WNBA? Or are you just there because you have the money and it's a way to control black women? Because it's a predominantly black sport. Now, I'm gonna shout out Della Don, uh, Brianna Stewart, all the great white players in that league, but that's a predominantly black sport. Do you actually like that sport or do you wanna be around black women and be able to control them and say what you wanna say? This is scary that in 2021, we're still, 2022, we're still having owners, we're still having stories coming out of owners that have been in these leagues for years that they're racist. How many owners are still out there? How many owners are now just changing, changing it up? Changing up where they say it at, where they speak about it at? How many of them are just changing the game? And how many of them are just, oh, I'm just stuck in my old ways. I'm gonna say what I wanna say. It is what it is. You get what I'm saying? There's some people that's going to evolve and say, oh, I got to say, I can't say this in certain settings or around certain people. And then there's certain people that's still going to say what they say. But it doesn't change the overall mindset of that group of people. You get what I'm saying? This has to be addressed. This has to 
stop. You get what I'm saying? There's no reason why we have we have multiple billionaire athletes, multiple billionaire uh, entertainers, multiple like multiple billionaires in our black community that can't wedge their way into the NBA, NFL, WNBA, soccer, or any of that. It's ridiculous, bro. Floyd Mayweather just wiggled his way into uh, what's that NASCAR? It's ridiculous. They need to open up the doors to my more owners of minority backgrounds of minority backgrounds like like they've been saying before like you can't like and i've never said oh you just gotta sell the team to but at the end of the day kanye west is like worth six billion dollars i'm pretty sure he can pay for an nfl football team at a nice price at a respectable price give these dudes an opportunity man since y'all still giving these dudes that clearly undermine people based off of the color the color of their skin or their gender you still want to give these people opportunities but you don't want to give us the opportunities it's ridiculous it's ridiculous man and i'm sick of it i'm real life sick of it but man y'all know i'm hyped to end off this episode with the super mega fight coming this saturday triple g versus canelo three Oh man, I am super, super excited. I'm super hyped. Triple G pulled up yesterday in the old school James Bond joint. I'm like, look at my guy, mom, look at my guy. You mean everybody know I'm a Triple G fan? But um, who has the advantage coming into Saturday? And with me being a Triple G fan, I still take pride in being a very unbiased analyst. To me, Canelo has the clear advantage headed into Saturday. You think about he he's coming off of a loss and Triple G is coming off of a win. But Triple G in his last three fights, I would say, just in his last fight, he looked like he came back to the Triple G. The fight before that, he was fat, pudgy. I don't know if that was just because he, he wasn't interested, but he wasn't the same Triple G. He came back to the same Triple G his last fight, but I feel as though Canelo has been a lot more active over the past few years. He's been dealing with a lot more skilled boxers over the last few years, and I feel like he's more prepared for heading into this war than Triple G is. Now, Triple G is just a fighter in general, so he's going to step up. He's going to be ready. He's going to fight. He's going to show. He's going to be there, but heading into it, I feel as though Canelo clearly has the advantage heading into it looking at his past few years and what he's been able to accomplish in boxing but y'all know what it is man it's hump day middle of the week finish this week off strong be great be positive be productive like comment share subscribe listen alert busy world entertainment mad busy sports morning show gang